Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in, Titus. Welcome in, Rob. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So we don't have anything prepared for today's show. We haven't done your It's Your County or Know Your County for a while. We haven't done Titus Reads, which I'm sure you're happy about. So we've been, you know, we had special guest Dave last week. And what did you think about that, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Okay, that's good, Dave. What I want to talk about this week, Titus, is a subject near and dear to my heart and something I thought you'd appreciate. I want to talk about toys. When you were a kid, what was your favorite toy growing up? My favorite toy? That's really hard because I had a lot of toys. And I didn't really play with them much. And the thing, the thing, the thing about it is, is that was one of the things my dad said to me, or said to my mom, was about how he's buying me all these toys and I don't ever hardly, uh, don't ever hardly play with them. And, um, I don't know, I can't, okay, like how young though? The age doesn't matter. Well, when I was a teenager, my favorite toy was my Yamaha three-wheeler. That's good. Um, I was thinking more like when we were kids, but I can say that my favorite toy when I was a kid was this British knight set that we had. They were, it was like this plastic castle and it had all these British knights. Well, I guess you could just say knights because all the knights were British, right? But had all these knights and the bodies and the legs were separated. And the body was like one solid arm. And they would they looked kind of like green army men. They would have like a sword and an open hand. And then the bottom, the legs could be either standing with the bottom half of their chain mail. Or their legs would be bowed. And then you could put them on horses and you could put like a lance in their hand so their arms moved and then in the middle of their body they had like a little beanie that snapped in and so you could swap them around to make you know the same upper torso of a knight you could make him sitting on a horse or standing or whatever and then you could put him on a horse he could put a lance in his hand it was like had like a hundred of these little knights my brother and I spent hours playing with these things, and my brother ended up losing almost all of them because he, he just had no ability to take care of toys. So I've often thought about going on eBay and buying that set, but then, you know, who would I play with, right? You know, <laughs> why would I have that toy? So if you're asking me if I want to sit around and play with that toy with you and drink beer, I mean, um, I'll try anything once. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, maybe not that. <laughs> well, I did have a toy when I was a kid that I really liked, and it was this safari guy called Jungle Jim. And Jungle Jim had this jetliner. It was, or Action Jim. That was Action Jim jetliner. And so it was big, almost looked like a hat box. And then it full, it, you snapped the snaps at the top, and it was that vinyl with the pictures on it. And then it would open up, and then the nose cone of the jet would come out. This would fold out of the center, and then the tail and the tail wing would fold out. And on the inside, it was like his action station. It had his radar, and then there was like a little winch. And we had that toy when I was growing up. My brother beat it up. He just, he just tore it up, you know, not treating it good and everything. And so I have to admit that about five years ago, I was at a garage sale and I saw one of these Action Gym uh, jets and it was mint condition, had all the little toys, like the little hand crank for the basket 
because it had a basket, but they were for the big size GI Joes, you know, the big, uh, I think they're eight inch figures. So I broke down and I bought it. I've had it just sitting in my shed forever. But the thing was, I bought it for like five bucks at this garage sale. And it was just this old couple. And I'm like, oh, my son had that when he was a kid. And I was like, how much? And she's like, oh, I don't know, five dollars? I was like, okay. Things worth like 200 bucks now. Yeah. Easily. And mine's mint. It's perfect. It's like her son played with it for a day and he put it in the attic and never touched it again. <laughs> there's no yellowing on the plastic or anything. Well, see, there's a lot of that because when I was a kid, my dad even bought me um, one of those cat sets that had the uh, excavator, that had the dump truck, and had uh, the bulldozer. And mine were all electrical. They just had the wire to it, and you had a little control. And you could control and pick up the sand and dirt with them. And I hardly ever played with those. But one of the things that I did play with quite often was um, I had a whole bunch of the like the the wrestling WWF wrestlers, the little dolls. Yeah, because that was right when they first came out. The Hulk Hogan, Rowdy Roddy Piper, George the Animal Steel, Andre the Giant. I mean, the classic wrestlers. Yeah, I had all the classic wrestlers, which still to this day, I won't say the address because I don't want the poor dude to get his yard all dug up, but still his dales are buried in the backyard down there at my old house. I buried him in Yeah, what was that one guy, Jimmy Snuka? Yeah, you got Jimmy Snuka, Paul Bundy. No, it's... Jimmy Snooker Fly or something, something like that. Jimmy Snooker Fly. Or what was his name, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Okay. Did you have a favorite toy when you were a kid, Dave? I mean, I'm just curious. I use some porn. Oh, okay. Well, we're 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 talking about toys. I mean, do you like toys, Dave? I use some porn. Okay. Okay. Porn's great, Dave. Do you know anything about toys, Dave? I have no fucking clue. All right, that's cool. The toy I just recently got, though, from my brother. Uh, you know, on the last episode, we talked about how my two my favorite movies, Casablanca, and I said that my other favorite would have been Marx Brothers film. It was funny because yesterday, if we're going to go into what did we purchase, which we might as well do that. <laughs> What did we buy this week? And I'll tell you what I purchased. It actually wasn't purchased. It was purchased with the death of my brother. But I got a a Groucho Marx ventriloquist puppet. Hmm. So my brother, when he passed away, my my niece was going through his stuff. And she said, here's something that Uncle, Uncle Rook would really like. And so she brought it up and gave it to me. And so now I have a, a Groucho Marx ventriloquist puppet. And... Uh, I know that... Now, are you familiar with the Marx Brothers? Oh, man, they're they're brilliant. I know Dave, he likes the Marx Brothers because, remember, he said how good it was. I mean, what's your favorite Marx Brothers movie, Dave? I have no fucking clue. All right, that's fine. Day of the Races, that's a really good one. But uh, Horse Feathers, that's probably one of my favorites. And so I got that. So what did you get this week? I didn't buy anything this week. I haven't bought because you got to remember, I just got over the COVID, so I haven't really done nothing. Um, but then I've been working a lot of hours though too, so I just haven't had time to buy anything other than the essentials. The essentials is what I need. I can't even say right now. Essentials. Yeah, because I chewed that bubble gum, and I think that beer's making my taste buds all whacked out. At least I'm not talking with a lisp. That's true. Can you talk with a lisp? I can talk with the lisp. If I want to speak with a lisp, I can speak with a lisp all day long. Dave, do you know how to speak with a lisp? I have no fucking clue. Oh, okay, Dave. Sorry about that. So sorry, Dave. Suckery, suckatash. You know, how How did you learn how to lisp? I just did it on accident. Well, it's. I was doing it back a while ago, and I can't remember. Oh, I know what it was. I was watching, um, God, what is it called? That cartoon where the Kenny always dies in the cartoon? South Park. Yeah, South Park. Where there was one episode 
where the girl is babysitting the boys, and she comes out, and she's all mad, and she goes, she goes, uh, leave me alone while I listen to my Britney Spears records. Britney Spears. And then every stop, st- stop staring at my headgear. Yeah, it was something like that. So that's where I first started doing it. And then after that, I kept practicing. And I'd go over here to the store at night, the Chevron, and I would talk. I'd try to talk everything with a lisp. And, I, and then one night I was sitting there, and the lady, she gave me such the most oddball look because I was sitting there, and I go, yeah, I'm getting ready to go home and listen to my Britney Spears records. And then I walked out, and the lady just like... People but that's what started it. Oh, for me, it was an episode of the Brady Bunch where Cindy was being teased at school because the uh, buddy Hinton would go, "Baby talk, baby talk. It's a wonder you can walk." Peter defends her, and it was just, uh, "You knock it off, buddy Hinton. You stop, stop it, buddy Hinton." And it was just because Cindy had such a pronounced uh, lisp. Do you remember that, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Okay. Well, another thing, too, because Jesse, now that he's got false teeth, when he takes his false teeth out, he talks like that. So every time I'm around Jesse, he starts talking like that. I start talking back to him to kind of tease him. Yeah. No, Peter was going to fight the this kid, Buddy Hinton, and so it was, oh, if it if it itty-bitty baby talk and her big brother chicken. I don't know why, but that just always stuck out in my head. Baby talk, baby talk. It's a wonder you can walk. Oh, you knock it off, buddy Hinton. Oh, if it, if it itty bitty baby talk in her big brother chicken. That was so funny. I mean, I, I really, I could quote the Brady Bunch all day. How about you, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Oh, uh, well. I mean, to me, the Brady Bunch was, uh, I was thinking about this the other day when we were on our last podcast. I was thinking about the fact that when I was a kid, the coolest guy in the world was Greg Brady. And then, because he was so old. He was so much older and wiser, and he was just cool. And then there was a transitional period where I was like, oh, I can relate with Greg Brady. And then now I'm an adult, and if I watch the Brady Bunch, Greg Brady's like this annoying teenage kid. Yeah. But it's amazing. I can honestly stop and view all those different phases of Greg Brady. You know, Of your Tom Brady life? Greg Brady life, I mean? Yeah, no, I have no Tom Brady life. <laughs> I have no Tom Brady life. Do you have a Tom Brady life, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Okay, Dave. So, uh, well, tell me, Dave, what do you like? I use a porn. Okay, Dave. The thing I liked was when Greg Brady would be like Johnny Bravo. Because the whole Brady group of kids sang as a group. Yeah. And then this producer went there and he saw Greg Brady and he's like... I can make you a star. And then he wanted to change his name from Greg Brady to Johnny Bravo, and he gave him, like, this purple matador outfit and everything, and I was like, that's so cool. When I was a kid, now as an adult, I go, fuck, that's so stupid. Now, you remember Little House on the Prairie, right? Every episode. Look it out. And I remember last week Dave said he didn't like Little House on the Prairie, remember? Yeah. He said that was the one show he didn't like. Do you like Little House? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dave, I mean, seriously. I have no fucking clue. Okay, Dave. Um, But who was the big, gigantic guy that was his buddy that would show up in some of those episodes? And were like, one time he was gone, and he showed up, and I think he chopped some wood for her, fixed the fence, and he goes, uh, yeah, for some, uh, um, I'll exchange some for some of your supper or something like that, and... There was an episode where he had to travel somewhere, and that guy came over and did some stuff around their 
little oh, house. Oh, Merle Olson. Merle, Wait. yeah, the big dude? Yeah. Yeah, big, big, gigantic guy. Yeah, but you got to say his friend, but you're talking about Charles. Yeah. Charles's friend. Yeah. Charles Ingalls. I don't really know why I brought that up. Yeah, it was. Charles Ingalls. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know all about the little house on the prairie. I'm telling you. How about you, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Um, well, I guess Dave doesn't know anything about Little House on the Prairie. Obviously not. I have a friend, Tim, that was in one episode. And it was funny because we were in a theater production in high school together. In my theater production, he would always talk about when he was on the set of Little House on the Prairie. Because there was like three episodes that he was in the playground. Oh, yeah. At the school. So that's all Tim did was he was in the playground. But it kind of reminded me of... You ever seen that movie, The Sixth Sense, where yeah. the kid says, I see dead people? Yeah. Remember how the one kid... Actually, I really like that movie. Yeah, I do too. It's a good That's movie. That's a great movie. But remember how the one kid, uh, Timmy, was an actor, mm-hmm. and he did that one like medicine, cold medicine commercial, and he's like, you know, you just have to find yourself in the part. You know, it was like, okay. But uh, that's kind of like my buddy Tim was like, he always talking about how he was in this, these three episodes of Little House on the Prairie. And then I've seen those episodes, and I saw Tim, and he's just, like, on the swing set. Huh. That's it. There's, like, a shot of him in the back of the classroom, <laughs> and then he's on the swing set. So he's only on, like, three episodes. Because hmm. the kids went to school every day, but they not every episode was about school. It was usually yeah. about what happened after school. Or on the weekends, I guess. I don't know. What do you think, Dave? I have no fucking clue. All right. How many people do you think still live like that today in the United States? Um, hundreds of thousands. The Amish, the Amish still live like that. They have huge Mennonite communities. They have Amish communities. Yeah, I forgot about those people. Yeah. (laughs) I think most people do. Yeah. Um. You know, like down in... they don't bring attention to themselves. So. Yeah, there's some big Mormon communities that are very, like... There was a whole TV show um, with Bill Paxton on it about the fact that they some there are still guys that have multiple wives. It's illegal, but they still do it because it's part of the um, doctrine of the Mormon faith. Now, the Mormon faith... Now, what is it? The nationality that is um, Amish or mostly Mormons? No, no, no. Mormons are Mormons. It's the uh, the nas- It's nationality has nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. It's mostly Swedish people that be- became the Mennonites, and um, but no, it's it's not nationality. It's the religious type. So the Mormonism is different than than Amish, which is similar to to the Quakers. And the Mennonites are also really close to the Amish, but they're, they're religions. They're not actual nationalities. Okay. I just wonder, because I, I don't think that you should ever, or would ever, if he actually read his, read his homework, a black person. Have you ever seen a black person Mormon? Now, but they weren't allowed until 1971. Isn't that right, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, Dave really doesn't know much about Mormons. Yeah, he's on one today. He really is. Yeah, yeah, he really is. I mean, he might not know anything uh, about Mormonism, but I know there's something he likes. I use some porn. Yeah, he could always use some porn, that's for sure. Hmm. Right. Yeah, because like, when you look at... Uh, I don't want to get a big old talk about re- religion and stuff, but I was just remembering what you made a comment. But that video I watched... And it basically said, basically, unless you were the black people, the black people in that video was, like, supposed to be devil-related or something. Oh, yeah, that that's what originally the Mormons thought the, the blacks were burned in yeah. hell, and they were from the devil. But you have to remember that the Mormons also believe that their physical being is inhabited by aliens, that they transcend, and when they die, they become the next level up and they become gods eventually after so many deaths they become gods and a really clear example of that is Richard Bachman's book Jonathan Livingston Siegel 
But I'm not going to knock the Mormon faith. They're all nice guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. they do. They seem like they're pretty nice. Yeah, they, we've had the kids out here in front of your place, the uh, elders that yeah. have talked to us, although I don't know how he could call himself an elder. I've got growths on my nuts that are older than him. You know what I mean, Dave? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the thing is, it's like the old joke about Mormons. How do you keep a hold of all your beer? Make sure that you have two Mormons at your party. Because <laughs> if you invite just one, he'll drink all your beer. Have you ever heard that joke? Oh, it's a good joke. So, toys. Let's. So you just pretty much all you can remember are your electronic toys? Did you? Now, I'm sure you're aware of this. I have a room full of toys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a beat. Yeah, I know. Did you know that I just bought two new toys and that they are, and my wife will not be listening to this podcast, but it is a Galactus toy and I just got an update on it today. It went into production. I prepaid for this Galactus toy and I will be opening one and then one I will resell for probably a thousand dollars so I'll make a profit because that's how you do it. Yeah. But well, there it's uh, this company called HasLab. And it's the Hasbro Lab. They made the Star Wars barge for the three-inch Star Wars action figures. And the thing is like five foot long. Did you see it over at Josh's house when we were podcasting? No, what was it again? Because I thought I did see something like that. It was Jabba the Hutt cell barge. Oh, you don't know Jabba the Hutt because you don't know Star Wars. No, but Wars. he had like, like a Star Wars the figurines in there. Yeah, but it's this this is a big boat. It's about oh, I might have seen it. It's about it. three or four feet long. But this Galactus is thirty-two inches tall, mm. and it's an action figure. So the normally the Marvel Legends series are six-inch action figures. They're about well six inches, so they're about yay tall. I'm showing Titus six inches with my hands. Yeah, with his hands. <laughs> with my hands, yeah. and. Uh, so then, the, the, so they're scaled correctly to Galactus. So you have that little figure, and then you have this 32-inch tall Galactus. He'll have over 300 points of articulation. He'll have light-up eyes, a light-up chest, over 20 points of articulation just in each hand. So it doesn't matter what gesture you you want to do. You can have your Galactus do that pose. And then they also have. Uh, you can change out his head, so you can do a skull face or a Doctor Doom head or the Galactus head. It's really kind of cool. Well, another toy that toy I guess that I really liked when I was a kid was Legos. I loved Legos. Yeah, I do like Legos. Legos. Badass. Even your log, um, your what was it? The something logs. Lincoln logs. Lincoln logs. Those were kind of fun too, but. I mean, Legos were better, I thought, but Lincoln Logs were still entertaining from time to time. Trying to I've, build I've got three sets of Lincoln Logs at my house, and remember how they came in a cardboard container mm -hmm. with a, a plastic lid that kind of sat down in it? I bought these reproductions that they put out years ago, and I bought three sets of them, and they're only about an inch and a half tall, the mm -hmm. canisters. But they have a complete set of Lincoln Logs in each one. Yeah. Well, when I worked at Ross Simmons... What I do was... you think of Lincoln Logs, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Okay. When you worked at Ross Simmons? Yeah, when I worked at Ross Simmons, we had all these grades. And I'm not going to go through the grades because nobody would understand half of what I was talking about unless they worked in a sawmill. So it's kind of pointless. But the, the worst grade... That we had, I, I didn't even think it should have been even a grade. I thought, why don't they just chip this stuff, you know? Because the boards were all twisted. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's, right. it's, some of them had check and Wayne, and basically Wayne's any displacement of a board. I mean, just just like a board. Yeah, well, when you cut a, a board when the tree's still wet, if you don't cut it and let it sit for two years, you'll get a lot of warping. After you cut your initial offcuts, then you'll start to get a lot of warping and stuff in those two by fours. That's why they they cut them, and then while they're still moist, they'll stack them up and they'll put them in a, a kiln, and they'll kiln dry them so that they they dry with the pressure of other boards on top of it. But then the boards on the top will still yeah. 
to take the moistness out of the wood. Yeah, the moisture. Yeah, the moist. You can say moisture or moist. I like the word moist. Dave, uh, do you like Lincoln Logs? I use some porn. Oh, okay. Boy, he's really on that porn kick, isn't he? I guess he there's some people. Really yeah, I guess he is. I mean, is there anything that you like more than porn, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. true. That's probably so, true. anyways, it was annoying. It was really annoying to me because I would sit there and I would pull 14-foot boards for like an hour because you have rotations there. And within an hour, sometimes I would get so much of that crap, I'd put out two full lumbers or two full uh, units that they put on a semi-truck. And it was hard because you had to whittle away. And one day, my supervisor, Stan... I was walking by, and I told him, I said, man, who would ever even buy this shit? I go, what could you possibly make out of this wood that was so crappy? And, uh... Continue. He told me, he goes, um, Jenga. Can you believe that? Virginia? Jenga. The game where you put the blocks. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Blocks. And I was like... Yeah, because when you cut those boards small like that, then they don't have warp. Yeah, he could cut them, they could, and he goes, and I was like, you got to be kidding with me. And he told me, he goes, you know what, Titus? He goes, you have pulled this unit for so many years, and, uh, well, I pulled them all. But anyways, he goes, can you imagine how many Jenga sets you have pulled in your lifetime? Just within the short time that you're here. And I thought, that's crazy, because every time I go over to somebody's house, like, oh, let's play Jenga, and I'm like, Hold is your oh I bought it years ago because some people hold on to it it's like you hold on to toys some people have, have them and give them away or whatever and so many times I played Jenga well not so many times very rarely because I don't it's not like I go out to play it but I have played it and I've always thought is this some of the lumber that I pulled you know it's crazy to me is now I have mad woodworking skills right you saw my castle yeah. that I lathed up and stuff yeah and I really regret. Not having that skill when my grandkids were old enough that I could have made them wood blocks and stuff. Oh, hell yeah. That would be, I mean. I didn't have the tools. Um, I didn't have the knowledge. I I couldn't have made them round block. To make them a round block, I would have had to. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Cut it like with a jigsaw or something into a circle, but now I could just put it on lathe and I can make like 30 round blocks in what, 15 minutes or whatever and just just take my my tool and go across and yeah it's crazy but here's one thing you got to remember though when it comes to woodworking you got to visualize like a movie in your head kind of like a projector like classical you don't do uh, woodworking so why are you uh, telling me this because I know a lot about wood <laughs> that reminds me. Speaking of wood, I use some porn. Yeah, a uh, different kind of wood, Dave. So, anyways, now you got to picture stuff in your mind. There is an old man somewhere in this world, maybe eleven stories, eighteen stories high, up in a building with his window there, and he could possibly be looking down at the Statue of Liberty. Or looking across at the Statue of Liberty. Whatever. So the Statue of Liberty could be... Okay, so it's a guy in New York. Yeah, and he's he's up in this building. And then you take somebody, let's say, in a log cabin in Wyoming, in the back sticks of log cabin. And he walks out. He takes a break for a second. He walks out his door, and he sees this elk. So you got all these different visions in your mind, right? What if that old man sitting there just gazing at Statue of Liberty... He's playing Jenga with his daughter, his granddaughter. What if the guy in the backwoods of Wyoming just took a break to go out and grab a couple more chunks of wood to throw on his fire? He's like, hey, hon, give me a second. I'm going to grab a couple more chunks. Oh, hey. I. And then they start playing Jenga and drinking their coffee. I go, there's a big elk in the front yard. You don't know how much of a difference I might have made in this world. 
the memories. Well, you're making a, a difference. There's blocks You're everywhere. making a difference every day, once a week, by putting your voice out to the internet and, and putting the beauty of your thought process out there in the ethernet. For people, Ethernet, yeah, that's for people to, to grasp onto, to realize the incredible concepts that you've constructed and and that people can take that little kernel of truth that you call life and perhaps they'll grow a tree of knowledge from it themselves. What do you think, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Okay, but they could. They could. They could grow a whole tree of knowledge just from the little tiny bits that you, in your little kernel of Jenga knowledge, have possessed. Uh, Titus, sometimes you go to work and you go, why am I doing this? And I'll tell you why. It's so that you can pay the bills. It's so you can eat another meal. It's so that you can think, and you can. And once a week, we can get on this goddamn podcast, broadcast to the fucking world, and tell the world what a great, wonderful fucking place it is. And it's <laughs> and the only reason that this world is so fucking great is because of people like you and people like me that give a goddamn about society, and we're willing to go out there, and we're willing to cut boards down into Jenga pieces, and we're willing to, to go out of our way to make sure that each and every individual that we encounter in our personal life is in a good place and and is taken care of on an emotional level, if not a financial and physical level. What do you think, Dave? I use porn. Okay, Dave, that wrecks it. Uh, enough with the porn, Dave. Enough with the porn. I, I want to hear, Dave, what is it that you do in your life? If you're so goddamn special, what in your life do you do that makes other people happy? I have no fucking clue. Okay. Okay. I. You know what? Enough of this, man. Enough of this. All right. Titus, I just want you to know you're appreciated in your years of making Jenga for the world, for, for that... That old man that sits lonely in his office in New York and, and for Ted Kaczynski that had Jenga in his weird, wacky cabin in Montana and the old guy in Wyoming. You know, if Ted Kaczynski wasn't putting together another bomb to kill some electronics fool, he was probably sitting in that cabin playing with the very <laughs> Jenga set that you made, man. That's how goddamn important it is. And Jenga, what is Jenga? Jenga's a toy. And that's why this episode's called Toys. Because it all comes around to toys. Even when I thought you were going on a fucking tirade about the goddamn lumber industry again. Because you worked a few fucking years in a sawmill like anyone gives a shit what you did. No one fucking cares that you worked in a goddamn sawmill, man. Pull yourself out of it. I mean, what do you think, Dave? Of course, you got no fucking clue, Dave. Okay, we we get it. But you know, Titus, you you saved the world in some aspect because they were probably able to track down Ted Kaczynski not because of the letter he wrote, but because they figured out that he bought that goddamn Jenga set at a Woolworths. And they tracked his ass down in the cabin. And you just saved someone's motherfucking life by making a Jenga set at a sawmill. God damn it, Titus, you're a hero and you don't even fucking know it. That's what I'm talking about. Well, like the whole toy things, too. You look back at all the toys and you look at, when you were a kid, you never really, I don't know, when I was a kid, I didn't look at where they were made from. Now that I'm an adult, I always look to see what they're made from. But I do remember when I was a kid, not so much with toys, but I remember when you'd go into Goodwill, you'd walk around the Goodwill and you'd pick up toys, and sometimes there'd be something that was an oddball, an oddball like Switzerland. You don't see that no more. You don't ever notice that. Why? Yeah, but, but when I was a kid, I was ex- <laughs> this is this is so politically incorrect. I was so excited to see a toy made from China when I was a kid. <laughs> I'd flip over my my favorite all time toy when I was a kid was a black rubber bat. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, I love that goddamn black rubber bat. In fact, there is another bat that I would... uh, You can't get it for less than $1,000 now, but it's uh, Gregory. 
and you can only buy it on eBay. It was a toy that came out in the seventies. It came it with was a thousand bucks in the seventies. No, no, in the seventies it was like a twenty dollar toy. But if you, oh, because probably a collectible now. Yeah, it's a super oh, collectible okay. because Jesus Christ, it, what that bag got on it? No, so what it is is it's Gregory. Get it, Gory? Gory. But his name is Gregory, and you you pump this pump, and then. The, it had this red fluid and all these veins on the inside of it that would circulate and you could squeeze this little pump and you'd make that all the blood circulate on the inside of this vampire bat. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it really was. It was so fucking cool because I knew a kid that had one and I wanted it. And the other one, the the top track. Now, that's a toy I would be willing... You know what? God, I'm going to buy one of those, but a top track. It was this... Mattel put it out, and it was this robot thing that had a keypad on the top, and you could go three, L two, R one, R one, L three. How old were you? And at the time, yeah. I was like thirteen. You were a weird kid. No, but it was a it was a kind of a tank. It looked like uh, the you, there was a TV show back in the seventies called Arc Two. You wouldn't know about it. It's before your time, but. Um, they had a talking chimpanzee on it. Brilliant show. But this this tank track thing, you would type that in, and then it would drive. You could have it drive in the, from the kitchen. It could drive to the living room. It would turn. So the L was turned left, and then it would drive two feet, and then you'd have hit the R, and it would turn right, and then it would drive three feet, and so you could actually program it to drive all the way around the house. And then, if you were really special, because my neighbor Shannon Davis had the the tank track tank, but if you're really special, which I did know a kid that had this, it came with a little uh, scoop in the back, like a dump truck, and you could put something in the dump truck. And when it got to a certain point. It would hydraulically lift, well, it was just like a gear system, it wasn't actual hydraulics, but it would lift and dump out whatever it was on, and then you you could program it so it returned, so it would turn around, and then it would drive all the way back to you. So you could, in the commercial, they would have a dad sitting on the, you know, in his lazy boy or whatever, reading the paper, and the kid would put an apple in the in the dumpster dump oh, truck I, part I think I, no wait a minute and it, might, I, I think I, I showed you that ad a couple years oh, maybe ago maybe that's what it was yeah I showed it on YouTube yeah. but it would drive from one room all the way to the other and then it would drop the apple off for the dad he'd pick it and he was reading a newspaper and smoking a pipe he'd eat, take a bite out of the apple and then the top track would turn around and it would drive back in and yeah, to the kid here's that the, was a toy I wanted I never had the dump truck with the apple Yes, I never had one. Huh. They did make a, a retro version of it a couple of years back that was about one-fourth the size. It was really small. Yeah, it was that's a desktop. Not, that's not cool. No, I wanted the actual toy. Yeah, Yeah, the small one's not cool. No. Go bigger, go home. Now, another thing about this, this whole toy thing. Yes. Now, I always couldn't wait to get older to get a job so I could start collecting toys but then once I got old enough to get a job, it seems like there was a time frame that all of our toys just turned to shit. Well, Dave, did you like toys? I use some porn. Okay, so you just use porn. Okay. okay. But for us, it was toys, right? Uh, you you would mow lawns or do whatever you could to get that one special toy. And I just, like like, like Jeff Foxworthy said, I, I believe it was Jeff Fogsworth said that you could literally take somebody out with a Tonka truck when you were younger. Oh, yeah. And they don't build Tonka trucks like that. You go to the store. Now, now don't they build them? some of them out of plastic now or something? Most like that? of them are plastic. They do have the uh, retros, which are made out of metal, just like the originals. See, I think a really, really good, um, I think something would be very entertaining is, you know how you have like, like cage fights and stuff? If you had like some kind of a battle where you could pick your weapon. You know, like one guy picks nunchucks, one guy picks a samurai sword, the other guy picks a sai. A lot of people don't know what sai is, but it's kind of like a pitchfork. And then 
Anyone that reads uh, Electra comics knows what a Psy is. Yeah, but a lot of people probably wouldn't know what it is. Anyone that reads Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or saw any of the movies knows that the master of the Psy is Raphael. Yeah, they would. They they would. They might know. Dave, that, might... do you know what a Psy is? I have no fucking clue. Okay, so well, Dave doesn't. On, know. He's really on one. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know what a Psy is. But go ahead. Uh, but. So where was I? Oh, no. I would love to see this where everybody's, like, getting ready to battle and square off, and they're like, pick your weapon, Titus, and I just come walking out with a Tonka truck. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, you swing your little side at Your side may be able to stop a sword, but when I throw this Tonka truck at your head 90 mile an hour, what are you going to do? Well, I have a buddy that he, I've seen him take out a windshield of a car with a skateboard. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were great. Okay, my last story for you. Uh Although we could talk about toys all the time. I love toys. That's one of my favorite subjects. Well, obviously Dave has no clue. Yeah. Do you, Dave? Do you have any idea? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, he doesn't know toys. I I have four puppets from 1976. This is how my OCD is. I take care of things. I still have these puppets in the original package. It's a hand puppet of Thor, Captain America, Spider-Man, and the Hulk. They're still in the original packaging. I think it's like Imperial Toy Company or something like that. I bought them in 1976. The only reason I remember buying them in 76 was it was the year of the Bicentennial. And I bought them at Kmart in uh, Redding, California. Here's the other thing, though. Me and you have more in common than what you know. Because growing up, I I collected a lot of things. I had a coin collection. I had a card collection. I had... uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle card collection, but I didn't have all of them because it was like 600 and something, but I, I, I only needed like four to right. finish that collection. I had two ALF sets. I had, I think, the whole set of Bart Simpson, which was a lot of cards too. And I had, and a lot of, a lot of these people now <clears throat> that are listening would even, probably wouldn't even know what Garbage Pell kids were. And uh, those, I had like, God, probably in the ballpark, like 500 and I had a stamp collection. But the coolest thing about all of this stuff growing up is I bought a, I bought a quarter from my, uh, my dad, well, my uncle, I, not my uncle, I bought a quarter from my uncle's son, which later I found out he stole from his dad and sold it to me. And my uncle Floyd told me, he goes, do you have any idea how much that quarter's worth and i said no and then he told me the significance of it how much it was worth and i said all right i'll said i'll give it back to you and my uncle goes nope he goes you go ahead he goes you go ahead and keep it because if you give it back to me it'll just get lost or somebody will steal it again and that's what started me collecting coins and i started going up here and i don't know if you ever remember up here on the corner that little antique store up here you sit right there as you went over the old oh yeah yeah and then Uh, northwest trading post yeah, so I'd go in there and I would get these uh, buffalo head nickels. And I, I, every time I saved up a little bit of money, I'd go in there and buy a buffalo head nickel from him. I would, uh, and that's when I figured out that there. And I don't know if there's if there's truth to it, but that's when I found. It. He's like, well, if you ever find one with three legs, it's worth a lot of money. I guess there was a misprint of a buffalo that had only three legs. And I'd buy these um, Indian head pennies. Well, that's what started my whole coin collection. That got me kind of off the cards because I already had like a lot of sets of the cards, so it wasn't no big deal to me. And then here's the other thing which happened is somebody asked me why I didn't collect sports cards, and I said, well, because when you collect cartoon cards or something like that, if it's Bart Simpson, it's it's all Bart Simpson. If it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's all Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You could go out and buy numerous packs of baseball cards but you only got maybe one great player like back in the day i wish i would have got a couple of michael jordan rookie cards i have a couple you know and then you look at like um football football's so widespread so i went out and i purchased one pack of football cards and i got um night train lanes rookie card in it um i got uh oh god who the hell was it there it was like the on most ble- it was like the one pack that if anybody could buy if you knew football back in that day was the one that you wanted because that night train lane I think it was Brett Favre and so all the guys that were in this pack weren't really that great yet 
And then, I mean, they were great at the time. They were a big talk, but they even became better as time went on. And I thought, and I had so many people look at it. I wonder how the hell did you buy one pack? And I was like, you know, I'm never, and I never, but ever did buy another pack of football cards. Now, going back to the toys and the antiques and everything else, is my dad was. I want to know um, more about your philately. My philately? Yeah. Yeah. What's the philately? Stamp collecting. Oh, well, what got me on stamp collecting was a stamp collector is a philatelist was my um aunt back in the day my uncle billy and my aunt netta weren't very they weren't very they were they were poor i'm just gonna say they were poor so my aunt would actually go out and rob goodwill boxes because for clothes and stuff well one of the goodwill boxes that they raided one night had a big old um got like a big old folder of just stamps all kinds of stamps, top to album. bottom. Big. It's called the stamp album. And then um, she had like two of them. And then so she said, these might be worth a lot of money. She goes, I don't know, because some of them are really, really old. So I was like the guy that never get, got, got rid of stuff, never lost stuff or whatever else. So you're, my, you're talking to a guy that still has toys from yeah. 1976. So my Aunt Netta gave me these. So so. Numerous things. The coin started me on the coin collection. My Aunt Netta started me on the stamp collection. The the cards was kind of like my own little gig. So you were and, never actually a philatelist. Well, no, not a philatelist. Not by all means. Not maybe flat. Uh, <laughs> like how do you say it when you fart? <laughs> Flatulist. Yeah, I might be a that, but yeah. Um, so that's what, what do you think, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Okay. Each different little thing started it. But then as I got older, once I got older, I thought this would be great because when my kids get older, I don't know how much they were actually worth because when I took my cards out, I, you had those little clippers so they weren't touched by fingers. I don't know if you, you got to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So all of my stuff was... They're insert, desert yeah. tongs. Yeah, so everything was mint condition. They're basically, they're a pair of tweezers, yeah. but they're flat splayed blades so they don't leave a crease. Yeah. And I, that's right. I finally did finish off the Teenage Mutant Ninja Collection. That's why, because I had five packs that weren't even open that still had the gum in them. And I put those in, in the back. Well, uh, I did. I had the Star Wars trading card set. I had... All, the green set, the blue set, the red set, the yellow set. And I even had an extra of the green, because. but I bought them all in 1977 through 78 when I was a kid. And then for my buddy Josh's birthday, I actually gave him my complete Star Wars card collection. That was oh, my gift cool. to him. And my wife was like, I thought that's worth a lot of money. And I said... It's not worth a lot of money, but it's worth money. But he has a whole room in his house that's all Star Wars. So it's going to be somebody that's really going to enjoy it. Yeah, he's really going to enjoy it. He's going to love it. Um, We've got to get Josh back on the show. But that, that was one of the reasons why I... Do you like uh, Star Wars, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Okay. Oh, I'm just curious, Dave. What do you like? I could use some porn. Oh, you could use some porn. Okay, Dave. That's great. Maybe maybe we'll buy, buy him some porn for Christmas. Yeah. So, like, uh, Sam, that's why I had no problem giving him that Percy Harvey helmet. Oh, my gosh. It's a, like uh, a showpiece in his house. Because I looked at it this way. When I pass away, if I have anything that's worth a little bit of value or a lot of value, none of my family is going to know what it's worth. The, the one thing I'd like it. to see is you get rid of that bear. <sighs> well, we'd ask Dave what he thinks about it, but he'd just go buy some porn. Dave, what would you like? Come on. I'd use some porn. Yeah, you could use some porn. But what do you think of the bear? I have no fucking clue. You get rid of the bear and I'll install that goddamn light I made. I have, and for the listeners out there, I Titus has this beautiful stained glass uh, lampshade that goes over a pool table that I made out of stained glass years ago. And I brought it over and it's sitting in the corner. I'm always afraid it's going to get damaged. But he's got a pool table down here in the middle of the studio. and But he's got a big goddamn stuffed bear sitting on it if you get rid of the bear i could hang that that light there we have you should a, take a picture of that bear and pool table so when you post it if somebody listens they know what you're talking about have and you, i will have you I, ever took a picture of that bear no but i will as soon as we're done here i'll take a picture that of the bear bigger than you and i'll put it on instagram that bear's bigger than you 
So if you're listening to us, uh, you know what? Yeah, you got any more talk about toys you want to talk? Um, no, I just I just kind of ranting about um, collections and like how me you're more like than you probably know because another thing I did when I was really young is I collected antiques. And it was just because my dad was a cell barn junkie. So my whole house, and I had one guy to come out of my house the next day, he went to work. My house was nothing like what you're seeing right now. Right. I had a lot of cool shit back in the day. And when he went to work the next day, and everybody was like, oh, what's that? I was like, dude, he goes, you wouldn't even believe it. He goes, it's actually really, really, he goes, it's really rad. He goes, he goes he's got all these really nice antiques and stuff. And I had a record player in my front room that you could play that. And I'm guessing because it had all these bulbs and stuff. Because I looked in the back, I guess it was like a huge amp or something in there. But you could play a record in that, and the music was so beautiful and loud. I mean, you could bass it. You could turn up the bass. I mean, you could hear it all the way down the street. It was crazy. And for the life of me, I can't even remember what brand name it was. I know on the last podcast we talked about records. But see, I never had to buy any records for this because when my dad gave it to me, it had a little drawer that had all kinds of records. And I even had in that drawer... It was two podcasts ago, uh, right? The record. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. Two podcasts. I had um, Harry... uh, The guy that tried to live up on the mountain that got blew all the shit. Was that Harry Truman? Yeah, Harry Truman. I had the Harry Truman record in that. I remember just out of curiosity, I was like, Harry Truman, what? And I listened to this on... To anybody else, that record's probably not worth anything, but to somebody around here, they probably would have really enjoyed it. Oh, so that's cool. Um, so, nothing left to say about toys? Nothing at all. All right. Well, I, I got nothing left to say. I do want to say thank you to everyone for listening, sharing, and subscribing. Um, I will have a picture of the of the bear on the pool table that Titus will eventually get rid of so I can install the lamp that oh, i made Do you, have you seen how big this basement is yeah we could just put the bear somewhere else then i think you're wanting me to throw that bear away so you can go steal it <laughs> i think you're wrong <laughs> um but uh check us out on instagram there will be a picture of the bear and maybe i'll throw in a picture of the light too i don't know or maybe i'll wait until you get rid of the bear or move the bear and we you install the put light the bear right there you could put the bear right there. I'm not touching your goddamn bear, okay? Are you Are you afraid of the, of the bear? I'm afraid of the bear. I kind of figured you had some kind of phobia yeah. with that bear. Yeah, Because I know certain time you walk over by the steps Ur- and get ready Ursophobia, to fear of bears. Yeah, you just kind of glance over at it and then you, you leave. But I notice you're always looking at that yeah. bear. But you can mail us if you have anything you want to send us in the mail via smell, snail mail. We're at P.O. Box 572, Longview, Washington, 98632. Um, you can find all that information and more on our website. That's rookandtitus.com, R-O-O-K, the letter N-T-I-D-A-S.com, uh, just like you read it here. And we'll have all the links and everything in the show notes. But you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Get, like us on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. We would love to have you on as a guest. We do guests all the time. Right, Dave? I have no fucking clue. Well, we do do it. And and we could talk about anything you like. Like, what do you like to talk about, Dave? I could use some porn. Dave could use some porn. That's okay. awesome. All right. Well, you got anything left to say, Titus? Nope. Just, oh my gosh. And, oh my gosh, I got to head to work. I got to go to bed uh, two minutes ago. Got to go to work in uh, five hours, so. Be good to each other. We're out of here.